Isaac Shade here, co-host of the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Join Andy Patton and me every Monday as we break down all the buzzer-beating action, conference rivalry games, and need-to-know bubble matchups ahead of the NCAA tournament. Check out the Locked On College Basketball Podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. The Sun Belt at the Senior Bowl. It's Locked On Sun Belt. You are Locked On Sun Belt, your daily podcast on the Sun Belt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Today's episode brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with personal supply of five antibiotics that treat more than 50 infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. All right, hopefully everybody had a good weekend. We'll, of course, go over all of the basketball. App State takes down JMU in Harrisonburg. And the Cajuns in South Alabama get a couple of big ball, uh, big wins on uh, the road. Uh, but uh, I will apologize for this. We haven't really talked a whole lot about the Sun Belt guys going to the Senior Bowl. And I probably should have. Uh, we got the list. There are, did I get that right? Six? Let me see here. We got a one, two, three, four, five, six guys going to the Senior Bowl. John Trey, uh, John Trey Hunter. Linebacker out of Georgia State, he had been a long time ago. And I think Javon Solomon from Troy were the first ones. Then Kamani Vidal got there. And then we got the guys from Marshall to get there, Ethan Driscoll and Rasheen Ali. And then this past weekend, Carter Bradley, quarterback, uh, played in the Hula Bowl. Uh, and suffice it to say, some guys that maybe were a little slightly higher rated on Michael Penix Jr., probably banged up from the national championship game. And Jaden Daniels perhaps deciding uh, not to play. However, having said that, it's a great opportunity for not only Carter Bradley, uh, but all these guys. All right. So as they say, Mobile, the draft starts in Mobile. For those who don't know, it's not just an all-star game. It's really more about the practices. Uh, honestly, it's actually more about the practices than the game. And it's an opportunity to interview with uh, the team officials. All the NFL teams uh, will be there. All right, so Georgia State's Shantre Hunter, linebacker. He was ninth in the Sun Belt in tackles, middle linebacker. Spent his whole career there, from what I could tell. He spent his whole career at Georgia State. You do not see that very often these days. I mean, you see guys, two or three schools in just the last two or three years, right? I mean, does it count that Will Rogers transferred to Washington, but is going to transfer again? He didn't play for him, obviously. So it is nice to see uh, the the Panther, the Georgia State Panther, get rewarded. I mean, it doesn't have anything to do with him sticking around, but uh, he completed his career at Georgia State and now has a nice chance to impress NFL scouts. All right, Marshall, you get Ethan Driscoll. Interestingly, uh, all Sunbelt third team, which maybe would tell me the people uh, who would vote for that may not appreciate Ethan's skill set, but he's all Sunbelt third team tackle for Marshall. 
uh, and he's bringing his running back along, Rasheen Ali. He was all Sunbelt second team. Uh, he had a really good season his second year at Marshall. Uh, 1,400 yards, 23 touchdowns. I believe that was tied or maybe led the led the nation in rushing touchdowns that year. And then got banged up in 2022, came back at the end of 2022. And I thought he missed more than the one ball game, but he only missed one ball game. I think that was the Coastal Carolina game. And uh, still had a pretty good season, not as great as the one in 21. 1,135 yards, 15 touchdowns. Um, I mean, in 2021, he averaged 5.6 yards a carry. Even in the short, you know, few games that he played in 2022, 5.8 yards a carry. And this past season, 5.4 yards a carry. That's outstanding. So we'll see if Rasheen Ali can turn some eyes uh, in uh, Mobile. All right. Uh, let's go to South Alabama's Carter Bradley. He will be your de facto host uh, as uh, he'll get to play in his stadium, Hancock Whitney. Uh, and... You know, his season wasn't, I mean, he missed one ball. What did he miss? One ball game. He definitely missed the bowl game, but he also missed the Troy game. And again, his, his numbers aren't awful, right? Like 68% he threw for 2,600 yards, 19 touchdowns, seven interceptions. But last year he threw over 3,300 yards. He threw 28 touchdowns and he wanted to cut down on those interceptions uh, from 12 and he cut him down to seven, but he missed a couple of ball games. Um, cause we were kind of looking for, you know, maybe 30 to 35 and less than 10, you know, 30 to 35 touchdowns and less than uh, 10 interceptions still, um, pretty good season. He averaged, you know, eight, 8.2 yards a pass at, you know, two out of the three games he led, you know, that they scored 50 points on this year. It was a uh, Desmond Trotter and uh, Gio Lopez with uh, the bowl game 50-point output. Uh, but Cardo Bradley, if, if you get down there, he's got, a, he's got a big league arm, okay? He has a big league arm. Um, whatever it takes to translate that into an NFL quarterback, and his father is obviously, you know, Gus Bradley, the Colts defensive coordinator, but um, he has a big league arm. Can he, what can he impress at Mobile? Uh, in the senior bowl. Cause that's going to be big. Okay. Sometimes he is throwing a fastball and it's a seven yard slant and you got to take something off of it. So your guy can get, get his head around and, you know, make the catch. All right. Throws a pretty nice deep ball though. Does throw a nice deep ball. All right. Troy, uh, defensive lineman, Javon Solomon. Uh, he led the Sun Belton sacks with 16. Yes, I know. JMU's Jalen Green had 15 and a half sacks. He only played nine ball games. He was a Sunbelt Defensive Player of the Year. Probably would be in this Senior Bowl, uh, but he's recovering from any injury. So I know Jalen Green had this outstanding season and played in less games than Javon Solomon. Doesn't change the fact that Solomon led the conference in sacks uh, with 16. And then you get Kamani Vidal, who he was, if you can <laughs> figure out the difference, he was the offensive player of the year in the Sun Belt, whereas Jordan McLeod was the player of the year. So uh, Kamani had a great season, uh, 60, over 1,600 yards, 14 touchdowns, uh, did catch one in the air, uh, capped off his career, you know, with a uh, 
think with a bowl. No, they lost the bowl game, right? They lost the bowl game. I don't think he played in that. Oh, he did play in that. Maybe he only played half of the game against Duke. 17 carries, 79 yards, didn't score. But his big ball game was the uh, the Sunbelt Championship game where he didn't have not one, not two, not three, not five touchdowns in that ball game, rushing for 233 yards in Troy. So that's got to be special. We'll try to get Jim Nagy on from the Sun Belt to see where he thinks these guys are going. And again, for those who don't know, and it used to be this way, the idea was to sell as many tickets as possible. So we're going to get as many Alabama guys as possible, as many Auburn guys as possible. And if there's anybody from the area, um, and I have to go over who is that is this year, but like next season, Riley Leonard will play in, Riley Leonard will play in the Senior Bowl, and he's from across the water in Fairhope, right? Bo Nix is going to be the big favorite this year. Uh, you know, Alabama through and through, state, not the school. And, you know, he'll bring he'll bring all those Auburn fans down. Also, Auburn's got a bunch of people in it. But that's the way it used to be. Try to, uh, try to sell the tickets by bringing those players in. Now it's different. It's all about who is getting drafted. So he try, Jim Nagy tries to bring in the best players. So these guys aren't going there as, you know, a season well done. NFL scouts want to see them. So especially the running backs, you get the got some guys on defense. And again, Carter Bradley's going to get a shot. Hopefully he's healthy, right? It'll be about two months since he last played. And I think he was pretty banged up towards the end of the season, didn't play in the ball game. Um. So good for Carter to get a shot and good for all these guys. They had some, you know, we're talking about some guys that we're talking about are pretty good football players. So good for them. We're going to try. And when I say we, I mean, me try to be in mobile for the senior bowl, uh, at least the practices, three or four, three or four days, probably get there early on a Monday and stay till Thursday, something like that. Uh, so we'll see. All right. So we'll, and hopefully we can get some of these guys on. Um, it's, it's nobody's fault, but once, once the players leave the schools, it's tough to get the, the guys on, right? We had some players on during the year because they're there all day long. But now it's kind of tough to track them down. We'll see if we can get some uh, uh, good sources to get us in contact with some of these players. Okay, uh, let's take a timeout. Big weekend in Sunbelt basketball. We will do that next. App State takes down JMU. It is Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Let me tell you about FanDuel. The NFL regular season has wrapped up and the playoffs are underway. There's still plenty of time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there's so many different ways to bet, like, like same-game parlays. Find bets in the new Explore tab. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub the best way to find popular parlays and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of, of the NFL. 
March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right. Jump the gun there a little bit. Oop, Dave Schultz, Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. All right. So a lot of these games were starting at the same time, I guess. Where, yeah. So I guess they started right the for the first NFL playoff game. Anyway, so what I was watching, I was probably watching South Alabama, and they were doing a number to Marshall. That was a crazy basketball game. All right, so we'll get to that one. But it was App State going into James Madison and taking care of uh, the Dukes. James Madison had um, not played particularly well the last couple of ball games, and you know they they skated past the Cajuns, win and move on on the road. We've discussed that; that's impressive. But then lost on the road to Southern Miss in a ball game. They didn't regain the lead after the first five minutes of the first half, and then they hammered South Alabama at home. But then they were they they could not overcome. App uh, State. Surprisingly, in this ball game, App State had a bunch of turnovers. That is, that is an issue. Twenty. You don't see a team usually winning with twenty-three turnovers. They did shoot it pretty well, about uh, just over forty-six percent. But JMU's shooting has gone into the tank. Right? They didn't shoot it well against the Cajuns. They didn't shoot it well against Southern Miss, and now they haven't shot it well against App State. So you kind of wonder what's going on. They did make a nice run. They were behind. Uh, in the second half, they did make a nice run. They got it to two and a little bit of an odd deal. They called Noah Friedel with a kicked ball. His foot rolled over the ball, didn't technically kick it. I guess that's the same thing. Uh, but nonetheless, the free throws were relatively the same. App took nine free throws and JMU took seven. You can't really complain about that. Um, and it's tough to complain about the officials when you shoot 36%. You know, <laughs> That's what JMU did. And even worse from three-point land, you know, three for 17. Um, quickly going over the the, the, the scoring uh, leaders. You know, it was Tate coming off the bench in 28 minutes, leading App State with 15 points. Abson had 12. Right. Spillers for App State uh, led him on the boards. He had 10 rebounds, also at eight points. Uh, the Dukes led by Terrence Edwards, as always the case. Uh, he had 19 points. Brown came off the bench. He had 10, uh, but that's a good job by App State. All right, App State now 13-4 overall, 4-1 and in the conference. The Dukes started out 15-0, but now have lost, or 14-0, but now have lost two out of their last uh, three. Let's quickly see who they have coming up. Uh, they are home versus Monroe and Marshall. They don't seem to have four in a row. They do finish up, so interestingly enough. Keep this in mind. 
Their last four games are on the road at Marshall, at Georgia Southern, at Georgia State, at Coastal. That is not going to be easy. They don't have four of those at home. I don't, I don't think. I guess, um, I guess they are in the middle of four in a row. I'm sorry. So South Alabama and App State were at home. So Monroe and Marshall are at home. All right. So middle of four in a row uh, at home. Let's quickly check out what uh, App State has uh, coming up. Uh, App State is um, App State's hosting Georgia Southern and Coastal Carolina. So a big ball game on Thursday between the Panthers and the Mountaineers. That'll be a uh, a good one. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's check out what else happened in uh, the Sun Belt on Saturday. Dave Schultz hosting Lockdown Sun Belt, your team every day. This South Alabama ball game was. Crazy. Like, again, just like Coastal the other night against the Cajuns, they were actually much closer. Um, South Alabama could just not shake. Just couldn't shake Marshall. Remember, Marshall came in 4-0 in the conference. South Alabama was just 1-3. But, I mean, South Alabama was shooting the lights out. They had a 13-point lead in the first half. May have been more. Well, no, it's a 13-point lead in uh the first half. And yeah, 46-33. That was the biggest lead in the first half. And no, I think there was an, another one. Uh well, there's 24 to 9. That's a 15-point lead, actually. So they had a couple of big leads, but I think Marshall got it down to two. Like 33, 31. Yeah. So it was like 15 points and then two points and then back up to 13 points and it got down to five and it was eight at half. It's an insane basketball game. And then they had to hold on at the end. They built another big lead in the second half. They led, uh, I thought it was 21, 78, 57 with 12, 18 to go. Remember, they overcame a 22-point deficit on the road against ODU. We'll get to them. Uh, but uh, Marshall couldn't quite make it all the way back. Uh, both teams shot the lights out. Not a whole lot of defense. Uh, Marshall got it down to a four-point game. They got it as close as a four-point game with 12 seconds left to go. They just couldn't get that extra stop or a couple extra stops uh, that they needed. Uh, you know, 21 point game gets down to, you know, single digits. You get a little nervous, uh, but that's a nice win by South Alabama. Again, they're looking at going one and four in the conference and going to have to take down the undefeated Marshall Thundering Herd. That's a good job by Richie Riley's uh, Jaguars. You did have a Turbo Jones, 23 points. He had a bunch of three pointers. He actually shot better from three, four for seven than he did from the free throw line, five and nine. Yeesh. Uh, Isaiah Gator continuing to have a, a great season, 25 points. Uh, Tabe had uh, 18 uh, as well. And Judah Brown, we talked about him coming back from injury. Uh, he hit two of six three-pointers. He had uh, 10 points. For the Herd, uh, you did have uh, uh, Anakili Keelan. He had 20, was that uh, 26 points? And Kerfman had 17 coming off the bench. Was Crawford in 27 minutes. He had 23 points, 10 for 11 I'm sorry, 10 for 12 field goals. 
but 0 for 3 from the free throw line. That's that's the thing. They missed they missed seven free throws. Um, Cajuns missed six, but we'll take it from the Marshall Thundering Herd. You can't make all seven. So if you hit three more, right, and now it's a 91-88 ball game, now different things can happen. So it's tough to miss free throws uh, when you're playing at home. So it's a nice win for South Alabama. They're nine and eight, two and three in the conference. Marshall Thundering Herd uh, dropped to four and one their first uh, loss. They do get uh, Marshall going on the road, Old Dominion and James Madison. South Alabama is, uh, they get Troy and uh, the Cajuns at home. So good for, a good chance for Richie Riley and the Jaguars to get back into it with a couple of games there. All right, one more game. Before we take a break, it was the Cajuns coming out and playing really well against Arkansas State. I didn't think they were going to do this. I just, I did not think that the Cajuns had it in them. And um, Hosanna Katinji had a spectacular ball game. They just kept on feeding the big guy. Did a good job uh, making moves. The thing is with the Cajuns, they have to, if they get Contingy down low on the block, a lot of times help defense comes from where Contingy is looking over his, you know, whatever shoulders going towards the basket, I guess. And then the help defense comes <clears throat> that's covering the guy in the corner. You got to get everybody else on the other side to prevent uh, the help defense. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, if someone comes from behind him, Okay, but if someone's coming from the side, uh, that's not great. Uh, but uh, the Cajuns beat Arkansas St- Arkansas State 84-77. I wasn't sure about the last three-pointer that went in. It didn't count, then it did count, then it didn't count. Uh, but Contingy, 25.7 rebounds, four assists. Uh, Kobe Julian had another big ball game, 20 points. That was nice to see. Folks, not shooting particularly well, but 16 points, seven assists. Uh, Michael Thomas off the bench, getting more time. He had 10 points and uh, three assists. For Arkansas State, Caleb Fields, 19 points, and Nelson had 17 off the bench with Todd with 12. But the big difference in this ballgame, we told you about the all the turnovers that App State had. Well, remember all the turnovers that the Cajuns had. They had 20 losing to Troy in a, in a rather close ballgame. They had five. They had five turnovers against Arkansas State. That's insane. I mean, you can't, you know. A coach can't even ask for that. That's not something even a coach would ask for, right? I think if you have 10 or less, like if you have five, a half, you're doing pretty good. Anything over that, now you start to get in trouble. Because there will be, you know, there's going to be forced turnovers and then sloppy turnovers. And there were a bunch of sloppy turnovers against Troy. Not so much against uh, Arkansas State. They shot the ball incredibly well. They did not shoot a whole lot of threes. They shot okay, five for 13. But with Contingy, you know, mostly hitting layups, and they hit their free throws, although Arkansas State had a bunch of free throws, 25 of 28, um, and they could not. Uh, um, they also wouldn't go away at the end, but it was it was a big lead uh, at the end uh, anyways for the Cajuns. And so that's a nice shot by the Cajuns, another team that was looking at a 1-4 and four start in the Sun Belt and uh, tough to overcome that. They're now 9-8, and 2-3 in the conference. 
Arkansas State, which had started out the regular season so slowly, start off the Sun Belt season three and one. Now they're three and two uh, in uh, the Sun Belt. Let's see who they have this week. Uh, they are on the road. They're hitting Southern Miss and Texas State. And uh, the Cajuns, Cajuns are home again. The Cajuns are on the road. All right, they get South Alabama. Um, Cajuns are at Texas State and at South Alabama. So not, not easy travel. Uh, uh, not at all. And I think that's on... Uh, think that's on Wednesday. They're playing early on Wednesday again instead of Thursdays. If anybody knows why the Sun Belt's playing on Wednesdays and not on, you know, real TV, please let me know. I don't understand that whole idea. All right. Just, just me, I guess. But is it like officiating or something like that? A lot of times in high school football, you can't, you know, there's not enough officials uh, to do it, but we actually have three ball games on Wednesday and only uh, four on Thursday, and all of them are being streamed. Uh, it is what it is. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll go over the rest of uh, the Sun Belt basketball. Georgia State with a big blowout win, uh, and Southern Miss stays hot. We'll do that when we come back. It is Lockdown Sun Belt, your team every day. Let me tell you a little bit about Jace Medical. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of life, but can we just talk for a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics and right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade, and that is scary. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if one of my close family members got sick while a supply chain issue kept them from life-saving medication they needed. Thankfully, they'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, cyanitis, skin infections, among others. And this stuff could happen to any of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It'll be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's been ne- it's been more important. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. So go to jacemedical.com and use offer code locked on to get $20 off your order. Order. That's jacemedical.com. J-A-S-E medical.com. All right, Dave Schultz, locked on Sunbelt, your team every day. Uh, checking out what else happened in the Sunbelt this uh, Saturday. And what a job by Georgia State. That was quite the week, right? They come back again. ODU blows a 20-point lead. And uh, Georgia State escapes ODU on uh, Thursday and then destroy Georgia Southern 90-62. to uh, 62. Georgia State, more wins in the Sun Belt this year than they had all of last year. 3-15 and 15 last year. Uh, they're 9-7 and overall, 4-1 and one in uh, the Sun Belt. They are playing much better than they did uh, last year, um, four of their five starters were in double figures. Taylor had 28 points. Lane had 18 points. And Odom had 15 points. Uh, Moore for Georgia Southern had 19. And Banks had 11. It was a 10-point game at half. And I just think it was all uh, Georgia State. They shot, I mean, they shot 60%, basically. And Georgia Southern shot 35%. 
And they even shot nine of 21 from three. Couldn't be tough to beat anybody when you're shooting 43% uh, from three. They didn't shoot well from the free throw line, but they didn't really need to. So Georgia State, again, really turning it around uh, uh, this season. They get, they're at App, they get four ball games on the road coming up at App State. As we mentioned, that's a big ball game. Then they're at Georgia Southern. They return the favor next week going to Statesboro. Then they're at Marshall and they're at Coastal. Any chance they could win three of those four? Going two and two, you're kind of beating Coastal and you're beating Georgia Southern. All right. That's who they're better than that. So if you go two and two, that's not bad. If you're Georgia State, can you go three and one? And then uh, Georgia Southern, as we mentioned, they have Georgia State. But uh, Georgia Southern, they're getting a Coastal at home and then Georgia State, and then they're on the road to App State and Old Dominion. All right, let's see who else. I think we mentioned uh, Southern Miss. They were playing, let me see here. I'm going to get that wrong or right. Oh, I'm sorry. Troy Troy beat him. I, My bad. Troy um, Troy took down Southern Miss. No Curbelo and no uh, Victor Hart. I don't think Curbelo made the trip. I think he was sick and Hart uh, banged up. So, Troy, I'm sorry. My bad. Uh, my apologies. Troy, now 5-0. and Only team in... The conference, that's five. Uh, and, oh, Scott Cross, always a big fan of Scott Cross from uh, UT Arlington. I think they made a major mistake letting him go. And Troy got off to a slow start this year, right? They are 11-6 and six overall. So, 6-6 six and six in, you know, pre-conference play. They're 5-0 and oh, and already a win over Southern Miss and over uh, the Cajuns. That's, you know, <laughs> that's pretty good. They are, uh, they took advantage of the Cajuns' mistakes the first time. And they took care of Troy as, as uh, or they took care of Southern Miss with um, Southern Miss um, undermanned. All right. And really kind of uh, spread it out. Fields had, you know, 13. Sang had 11. Eugene had 10. No one played more than 30 minutes. You got to love that. If you're Scott Cross, Conroy coming off the bench, he had 12. Uh, it's kind of one of those easy wins. In fact, only two starters, only two starters had more than 20 minutes. Eugene had 30 and Fields had 22. Valdez had 20. Sang had 19. Muhammad had 16. So, and that's nice. Conway, kind of a bench player in, you know, name only, I guess. He played uh, 23 minutes. Uh, Southern Miss Crowley had 14 and I'm not sure how to say this. Uh, Iwakur, he had, I say this right, he had 11. He had 11. So, my, my mistake, um, Golden Eagles took one on the chin. I had forgotten that, uh, no Curbelo and no, uh, Victor Hart, uh, in uh, that one. And then you had Coastal Carolina, they pick up a win, they take down Old Dominion 79, uh, 75. It's going to be a long season, I think, for both these uh, these two teams. I guess hashtag always a bright side. ODU didn't blow another 20-point lead. Is that a thing? Yeesh. Four of the five. Chanticleers had uh, double figures. Uh, Meyer and Blackman each had a 15. Easily, Junior off the bench had 10. For the Monarchs, Jenkins had 24. 
and Alette had a 19 in what was a good ball game. Was that one that I was watching at the end? That game seemed to take forever. A couple of these games took forever to finish. And they're just looking at the replays. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Texas State, they took down Monroe 67-54. Uh, Texas State gets their first win in conference. Monroe drops to 0-5. The Warhawks are flat out struggling. Uh, Mason with 16 points. Uh, Gums with 10 for the Bobcats. Off the bench, Benson with 15. Um, Watson had 10 points for the Warhawks. The starter, Willis off the bench, had 11. All right, so again, we have three games on Wednesday. Quickly, let me tell you what those are. Georgia State at App State, really good ball game. Louisiana at Texas State. Can the Cajuns win their second in a row on the road? And Arkansas State and Southern Miss uh, playing in Hattiesburg on Wednesday. Thursday, you got Troy at South Alabama. Uh, Old Dominion hosting Marshall. Georgia Southern taking on Coastal Carolina. And James Madison looks to bounce back, hosting 0-5 on Monroe. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. We went, went a little bit long. Uh, lots to talk about. Uh, we'll see if we can get, again, looking to get Jim Nagy on. He's very busy these days, so it'll be uh, trying to squeeze it in. And then we're going to try and find uh, these players uh, to get on and talk a senior bowl as they are getting ready. That's really their job interview right there, the senior bowl. Uh, is their job interview. So again, thank you so much for tuning in to Lockdown Sunbelt. We'll be back with you again uh, tomorrow. I'm your host, Dave Schultz, and you've been watching Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day.